Hey, listeners, if you like hearing us talk sports and making fun of each other, please like and subscribe. And if you want more from us, please follow us on Instagram, What's on Tap One, and on Twitter at What's on Tap Pod One. And don't forget to rate five stars. Hiya! Welcome to episode eight of the What's on Tap podcast. We are back after an absence. Our friend Matthew Amendola is now officially married. He got hitched, ladies Thank and you, gentlemen. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Yes, it was it was great. Great time at the wedding. Uh, great time on the honeymoon. That was awesome. We did a Alaskan cruise. Flew into Seattle. Uh, cruised out of Seattle up to Alaska. Came back. Uh, Came back on the Sunday of All-Star Weekend. So while we were walking around the city of Seattle, we went to the uh, famous Pike Place uh, Market where they do the fish toss. And uh, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden I see a bald guy behind the counter. There's a lot of people. I'm like, what's going on? I'm looking at the bald guy. I'm like, that's Derek Jeter. And then all of a sudden I see a bigger uh, African-American-looking fellow with glasses. I'm like... That's David Ortiz. And then Alex Rodriguez was there. And they were doing the fish toss. They were doing some promotion for the uh, um, All-Star game on uh, for TV. It was pretty cool. And uh, I got to talk to Jared Carabas for a little bit. Uh, he's a baseball writer. He works for DraftKings now. But, uh, yeah, marriage life is great. We're settling in, doing all that stuff. The honeymoon was awesome. And uh, thank you guys for coming for that. that was Or for the wedding. Yeah, you didn't we come weren't on there the for honeymoon. the honeymoon. No, no, <laughs> that would have been a lot. That would have been expensive. Uh, Naveen, anything to evaluate with Matt's statements about Seattle? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I mean, I just thought it was really cool. I mean, I think you guys really should just held out there one more day just to go see the All-Star game. I think that would have been a, a real treat. I, I did watch the home run derby on the flight home, most of it. But um, one thing I did want to bring up about Seattle, I noticed a lot of Mariners gear walking around the city. That's right. And I noticed a lot of Kraken gear. I really didn't notice that much Seahawks gear getting worn around the city. I don't know if it was the wow. time of year, but I mean, hockey's done. And I saw our Uber, uh, both Uber drivers, I think. One was wearing a Seattle Kraken shirt and the other one was wearing a Seattle Kraken hat. So I thought that was pretty surprising. I feel like that's that's got to be coincidence, though. I think Seattle, from what I know, I've never been there, but I would think it, it's a it's a football town. Yeah, right? the 12th man, it gets loud there. I don't know. I, th- I think that, you know, with, with the expansion of the Seattle Kraken and, and, and then because of the Seattle C- uh, Supersonics that left, um, because they just got a new hockey team, I think the city is buzzing because they just want to keep it. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I think, I think it's a great fan base. I mean, if you want to talk about Vegas Knights, just, just wing it all after, I think, year six. Six, yeah. And the Kraken, I think, is in year two. Yep, and they just made the playoffs. Uh, we walked to the arena where the Kraken play. It's right by the Space Needle. But then the football stadium and uh, baseball stadium are right down there on the pier, right next to each other. You could see Mount Rainier off in the distance. Uh, it, that was my first time on the West Coast, and it definitely had a different vibe. I've obviously walked around other cities, but that had a different vibe. I liked it. Belltown area in Seattle was pretty cool. I got to say, when I heard that you guys were going to be in Seattle for All-Star Weekend for your honeymoon, 50% of my head was like, there's a chance that Matt finagled this. I conjured to go to All-Star Weekend. I wish I did, but no. And one quick point, David Ortiz, not an African-American. Well, darker skin, yes. (laughs) I didn't want to go that far, but yes. He's Dominican, but all right. Yes, In addition, yes. we also, uh, a couple days ago, went to a Jason Aldean concert together, us and a couple other friends, and it made news, TMZ, I saw it was on TMZ, because halfway through the set, Jason Aldean just randomly exited the stage, and this guy comes out and says, the show is now over, he cannot come, he's not well enough to perform. We find out later it's heat exhaustion. So that was kind of a bummer, but we did have a good time. Oh, yeah. And it was pretty funny because he's from Georgia. You would think the Connecticut heat when I get to him. But uh, going out on the golf course, I'm assuming he definitely had a beer or two. That'll get to you every time. Yeah, or three or four. Yeah. I mean, it was really humid. It was like 85 degrees like that whole day, man. Uh, Yeah. It it was pretty pretty much. And it was packed. And I'm sure the bright lights on that stage are are definitely a factor. And he was wearing jeans. True. Uh, Yeah. 
Fortunately, he's coming back, which is good. We get yes. the free concert. I guess a concert and a half. Right. So. Yeah. Not bad. Hey, I'll take it, man. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's the all-star break. I think it's time we, I think in our first episode, yeah, it was our first episode. We did kind of a analysis of our teams. Naveen is a Red Sox fan. Matt and I are Cardinals fans. So as you can imagine, none of us are very happy with the way things are in our divisions. So how would you guys analyze your team's performance the first half of the year? Yeah, we recorded. That was opening day. I was full of optimism. Um, <laughs> a wide-eyed child. Yeah, you know, you, every every season you go into it looking for at the positives, and it just hasn't been the Cardinals' year. Whether it's the pitching staff not holding up, at which that's mostly the reason that uh, for their struggles. But I mean, the hitting sometimes has just been weak, and I'm like, that's what our team is built upon right now and it just doesn't perform uh sometimes which it sucks but nolan arenado made the all-star team and goldschmidt's still having a really good year i would the the trade deadline's coming up i really don't want to move either of those two guys because i we can be competitive next year with a couple good moves and those guys are key parts like they're generational talent so i don't want to move them this this year uh unless we get an absolute haul but i don't see that happening so, okay, yeah, I, I'm super bummed by the Cardinals season. Uh, I also been thinking about it. Originally, I did want to trade Arenado and Goldschmidt, but I actually agree with you. I think that it's one bad year. But here's the problem. There's a cultural issue in St. Louis. I, I was never able to say that my entire life. St. Louis are, always had one of the best cultures in baseball. It's, it's ownership. It's management. It's coaching. It's all the way down. There's a cultural systematic problem. Yeah. We're in last place in the division. We have way more talent than last place in the division. Way more. There's no excuse. Nope. Like you said, the lineup's underperforming. I always knew the pitching was going to be bad, but it's been worse than I expected. Um, there's there's this cardinal way stuff, like you said, it's dead. Um, there needs to be a cultural shift, and that's only going to come with management changes. Not the manager, but like upper management changes. But that's not going to happen. When so. I when I saw a graphic of Randy Rosarena and um, the dude from the Rangers Garcia Garcia, yeah, yeah. roommates in the Cardinal system, they're both at the All Star game. And the yes. first two outs of the All Star game, they make incredible catches. I'm like, I was just like, come on, dude. And like, Zach Gallen in Arizona. Zach Gallen, yep. No, bad. Well, was Zach Gallen part of the Goldschmidt trade? Because if he was, uh, then I'm yeah. I'm okay with that. I think he I think he was. I'm okay with that, but it was the Azuna trade, yes. which really killed us. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. What about um, the Red Sox, Naveen? So I mean, the Red Sox were coming into the All Star break. I mean, we're one series out uh, from the All Star break, but I mean, they were in 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 last. Now they're we're tied for last in in our division, but I mean, our record is still good. We're fifteen forty four, nine games back of the Rays. But I mean, the thing with the AL East is, I mean, we got some, you know, big market teams. We got us and we got the Yankees. So, um, Orioles have played so, well. Yeah. The, the Orioles have just been like, you know, sneakily in, in, in second place. They're only one game back of the Rays. Yeah. Um, and the Rays have the second best, uh, record. Uh, they have, I mean, they have 60 wins. The, the funny thing I remember from the first episode, uh, was Naveen saying that the Rays aren't going to be any good this year? Oh. And they 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 were went on a tear to open up the season. They're in first place. Uh, but I did. It, I I just want to say this real quick. I made two bets at the beginning, two futures on Major League Baseball. Uh, first one, I don't know if it's going to hit. One team has to win over 105 games. I think it was plus 150, around 200, maybe something like that. It was plus money. Don't know if that's going to hit. The minute I found out Edwin Diaz is gonna uh, got got hurt and is gonna miss the entire season, took the Mets under. I think it was ninety two and a half. That's and a that win. That is a win. Yeah, yeah, they're a mess. Um, I, you might hit it because the Braves are red hot right now. Braves are good. Um, the Braves have the best record. Rays are good. Yeah, here just overtaking the Rays. Here's my biggest surprise. I think I even mentioned in our first pod that I thought the Padres were gonna be nasty. They've been super disappointing. Like they are not good this year. Yeah, I mean, um, coming into the season, I mean, we were talking about Xander Bogart and how the Red Sox, you know, he, he I mean, he's, he signed with the Padres for a ton of money, and I mean, the Red Sox don't look bad for it, but I mean, it's just our division is so good. Um, I mean, it stinks when you're still in last place. Both centrals stink this year. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's tough. The, the uh, 
Rangers have been pretty good. That, they've been yeah. a surprise. There's been a couple surprise teams. The Orioles yep. have been really good. They're on, they're like right up there. I think they're only like a game back they're from the race. They're one game back of the race. Do you, um, yeah. do you think Shohei will get moved at the... Uh, no. No? I don't. I think they said that unless they're totally out of the picture, they're not going to trade him. That, they're going to lose him for nothing because I don't think he's resigning. Well, yeah, well, and I guess we could talk about this another yeah. time. I'm just curious when he's where he's going to go. I think he wants to stay on the West well, Coast. Yeah. But. Uh, the first team would be the Dodgers. Second team, because he lives in Seattle in the offseason, so I could see him oh, moving to one. Seattle. Well, I think he trains with Ichiro. Yeah, and you have the whole Ichiro connection. Like I could definitely see that. But All right, yeah, we got to move on. Um, so, what are we talking about? Yeah, we uh, we have got a good one for you. Um, we're sticking with baseball. Um, we had a, a few huge football st- uh, pods coming up so we're going to do baseball one last time f- for a while um and we're going big pick your all-star starting mlb team so we're drafting all, all, all time all time all time we're drafting for each position one player for each position we're not doing relievers one starting pitcher and then all the positions one dh and then one dh um, and you can pick from all of history uh, if, if you'd like. It'd be interesting to see what our strategies are going to be. Yeah. Uh, but just like the NBA pod we did a few pods ago, um, we're going to do a, a live draft, and then we'll debate our teams. Okay? And it's today's rules under today's uh, game. So if Correct. you pick Babe Ruth, he's going up against the likes of Clayton Kershaw and Max Scherzer and all those pitchers right now. So just keep that in mind because he never saw a fastball over like 80 when he played. <laughs> All right, so we, we drew uh, from a hat, and here is going to be the order. It's going to be Naveen's the first pick, I'm the second pick, and Matt's the third pick, and we're going to do a snake draft, okay? So, Naveen, you are officially on the clock with the first pick. Okay. With my first pick, I'm going to take Barry Bonds. I figured. That's right. Well, you have to. You kind of have to. Yeah. I mean, he's got a huge bat, and he's a lefty. You've got to get a good cleanup hitter. Okay. Yep. yep. That's... Understandable. Um, all right, so I'm next. I know who Matt's going to pick with the third. I'm not going to be a troll. I'm going to pick the uh, my favorite player of all time, Albert Pujols, first baseman. It's funny because I picked Albert for the best hitter of our generation when we debated that, and I'm going to go with the guy Dave picked uh, because to win in Major League Baseball, you have to be strong up the middle. So I'm going to take Mike Trout, center field. And with my second pick, I'm going to go with someone quite controversial. But if you look at his stats and what he put up in the majors, there's no doubt about his greatness. He's not a Hall of Famer, but I'm going with Alex Rodriguez. And you're putting him at shortstop, you said. I am going to put him at shortstop. shortstop. He's a better shortstop than Derek Jeter. Well, yeah. I'm okay with that. I mean, obviously. (laughs) Way better. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. Okay. uh, I'm up next. I'd like someone in center field, too. It's a prime position. And I'm going to go with, you know, Naveen's favorite player of the modern era, (laughs) Ken Griffey Jr. Man, you guys are a bunch of trolls, man. (laughs) Jeez. And, Naveen, you are going to have the next two picks. So, for my... First pick, I'm going to take, um, man, I'm going to take a the generational player of all of baseball. I'm going to take Shohei Otani. Ooh, at DH. DH. Interesting. And he can pitch. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, he can. He can, but he's not, you're not, you're going to take a starter. He can aside DH, from him, he can right? pitch, and he can play outfield. That is true. Okay. So, that's true. so I mean, yeah. that's the most. I had him on my big board. That, that is sure. the most uh, versatile player yeah. Of all time. I mean, I sure. Think, I mean, him and Babe Ruth. Like, that's kind of like the LeBron James pick of, of, of the basketball draft. Yeah, I love okay. that. And pick. what's your next pick? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with. Um, I mean, I'm going to start getting some infielders just because I've already picked two outfielders. If I decide to put him out there, um, I'm going to go with uh, Cal Ripken Jr. just to be up, up the middle with uh, sh- shortstop. For, or, or that can change, right? Uh, uh, yeah, he you know, played he t- primarily shortstop. Yeah, prim- yeah, shortstop. Cal Ripken, shortstop. Yeah. Okay, uh, I am. Stop a- hitting your pen because it's getting picked up. <laughs> I could hear. I can hear everything now. So just timestamp that or something. <laughs> but yes, it's getting annoying. <laughs> All right, uh, and resume Dave's pick. Okay, uh, so I am up 
Let's see. Okay. A um, lot of options here. Where do I want to go? Okay. Here's where I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go with a left fielder as well. Uh, someone who was a huge run producer, RBI guy from the Boston Red Sox, Manny Ramirez at Ooh. left field. Wow. Terrible defense. That's okay. <laughs> I'll make up for it. But he had a good bat. Left field. And he's okay. also the guy that's going to cut off your other outfielder while he's out there. All right, so let's see. Dave's got a first baseman, but I don't really want to go with a first baseman. I am going to go with a right fielder, and I'm going to go with my leadoff batter, Ichiro Suzuki. I thought about him as well. Interesting. Ichiro, huh? Speed always plays. Uh, he's got great bat-to-ball skills, so I'm going to go Ichiro in right field and hmm you know what a position that i don't think has been taken yet i'm gonna go with a switch hitter in the middle of my lineup at third base and i'm gonna go with chipper jones chipper chip off the old block huh yeah switch hitter could put him put him in the middle of my lineup great great numbers chipper jones third base somewhat recent too so he could definitely play Okay, um, so speaking of third basemen, I thought a lot about it. There are some great third basemen um, in history, but I need—I have a bunch of power hitters. I need a guy who's got one of the best eyes of all time, um, average guy, guy by the name of Wade Boggs, taking uh, another another well. Red Sox. Another one. That's right. Number 26 is retired. All right, Naveen, you are That's on right. the clock. I got, these, I got two of these picks, huh? Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the catcher, um, and uh, he showed up on our Mount Rushmore. I'm gonna go with uh, Johnny Bench. Ah, Johnny Bench. Okay. All right, and you have the uh, your fifth pick coming up here. That's right. Um, so this is gonna be. Ooh. All right, I might go a little controversial for myself just because I'm not a Yankee guy, but I'm going to go first base. I'm going to take Lou Gehrig. Ooh, wow. Okay. All right. Okay, so uh, we haven't picked a second baseman yet, and I want to go with the greatest second baseman of all time, Joe Morgan. All right. He was number one on my list. Okay. Baseman. All right. I have two guys written down in left field, and Naveen picked one of them. I'm going to put this guy probably towards the bottom of my lineup to get those it's two fast guys at the top when they when the lineup turns over. I'm going to pick Ricky Henderson. Oh, Ricky Henderson, yeah. And also, I, I'm looking. Everyone's got a first baseman, so I can hold off on that. Don't need that right now. Hmm. I will go second base. And I'm going to go with Robinson Cano. Wow. Whoa. A power bat, Okay. Huh? Yeah. Two-time gold glover. All right. Interesting. Also on the juice. Hey. Hey, there's... You, no mean, morals my on my team. As long as we win. <laughs> my number one team, or my number one pick was on the cream and the clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we win, man. All right. Okay, I'm up, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, hmm, a lot of options here. There are many options. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a right fielder here. Okay. Um, you know, I've my last couple picks have been uh, left lefties. I've had a couple lefties. I've had a couple average guys. I just want another home run hitter, the greatest pre steroid era home run hitter of all time, Hank Aaron. All right, you're putting him in right, you said, right? Yeah, that's right correct. Field. Okay. Yep. Naveen, you're up. That's right. I'm going to go with uh, Barry's godfather in uh, Willie Mays. Where are you going to put him? Uh, center. Center? I like it. All right, so you have another another pick. That's right. Um, so then I'm just going to go with my favorite second baseman of all time, and that, that's just Dustin Pedroia. Oh, I need someone gosh. to leave out. Oh, all right. <laughs> Easy out. Easy Listen. out. <laughs> Listen. You had a lot of good options there. 
Oh, man. That's All a right, homer pick. Second base. Okay. All right, so I'm up. Yes, you are. Let me see. I'm just, I'm just flipping through because we got to figure out what we need because we're only taking one per position. Yeah. That. Okay, excellent. All right, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to pick a catcher. Ooh, okay. I have, uh, It's my dark horse for the best modern-day catcher. I'll explain why in the debate section, but I'm taking Ivan Rodriguez. Ooh, okay. I nice. I like I that. I thought you were going to take the guy who played in New York. I, I want a better glove, uh, so I, I go with Irod. Okay. I don't hate that. All right. You know what? I'm also going to take a catcher. Short, very short prime, but we are picking them in their prime. He yep. won an MVP, six-time All-Star, five-time Silver Slugger, three-time Gold Glove, and three batting titles. And that would be Joe Maurer. And, and you have another pick? I do. And uh, let me think. So Dave does not have a DH, but he does have a first baseman. So I guess I'll go DH. And for DH, man, I really don't like this guy, but he's he's played closer to the modern era. I'm going to go with David Ortiz. Ooh. Okay. Lefty. Look, he's, he's a great... DH. No, it, for sure, he's, Hall of Famer. He's, he's the I, he, yeah, yeah, it can't can't take that away from him. He's excellent player. Wow, no, he is an excellent player. I'm just surprised. Like I, I feel like I'm getting away with pretty excellent. Okay, well, I I'll, feel like I'm getting away with yeah, some pretty good. Um, like it's hard. You're going all. I know. Time. I know. I know. You're right. All time. There's so many good options. Okay. Uh, so then, okay, what I'll do is I'm gonna open up the. Uh, the proceedings on a starting pitcher. I'm gonna pick a starting pitcher, and you know what? I gotta, I gotta walk the walk. When we did the greatest pitchers of the modern era, I said the one with the best prime was Pedro Martinez. That's fair. So I will go with Pedro. In his prime, was unhittable. Yep, can't can't argue that. I hope we all pick the pitchers that we. Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, unless Naveen wants to screw me and pick pick uh, Clayton, I'm picking him. No, I'm not taking Clayton. All right. That's I, why I just I saved, have a feeling who you are taking. I, I just saved him for That's the right. last pick because I, yeah, yeah, I figured this is how it's going to go. Uh, I'm going to go um, I'm gonna go Mike Schmidt. Okay. For third. I mean, I'll still take the Babe. Okay. Wow. Okay. Babe Ruth, huh? Okay. All right. My turn. Um, I'm going to go with my DH. I think he's the greatest DH ever. Uh, Frank Thomas. Okay. So I need a first baseman and a pitcher. My first baseman will be a guy who's won a triple crown, plays for the Tigers now. Guy Naveen was talking about on our other baseball episode. That's going to be Miggy. Solid, solid bat. And uh, I'm going to go Kershaw for my pitcher. Okay, so I my last pick, I need a, a shortstop. So I'm going to go defense here. I want the greatest defensive player of all time, in my estimation, and the advanced numbers estimation. Ozzy. That's right. I'm going Ozzy. The wizard. All right. And I'm just going to finish up. Have fun with the, like, single-digit home runs and, like, two. I'm sorry, are we in the debate section yet? 250 batting average. I'm just throwing that out really quick. Just throwing that out. There's a lot of other options. All right. I'm going to take Randy Johnson. All right. Okay. As, my, as my last pick cool. and my pitcher. Okay, so we will um, analyze our teams a little bit and then come back for the debate. Cool. All right, so we're back. We've organized our lineup, and I'll go first explaining my lineup and my thought process. I, I have Itro leading off. Uh, I have Mike Trout batting second. In today's rules, you normally put your best hitter second, and because I... I I think he's one of the best hitters of all time, and also he's he's played in today's game, which is the rules. He's batting second. I got A-Rod at third. I got David Ortiz fourth. I got Chipper Jones switch hitting. I got uh, Miggy. Then I got Robinson Cano. Then I got Joe Maurer catching, and I got Ricky Henderson uh, batting ninth. And the reason I did that is because of... He's he's like the oldest player I picked. And in today's game, I feel like 
the older the player, the harder it is going to be for them to put up similar stats as if they were playing in today's game. But Ricky, his his on-base percentage was really good. It was over 400. And also, he could steal a ton of bases. And speed still plays. So that's why I have him batting ninth. He's going to get on base. Ichiro's coming up, knocking him over to at least second or third if he doesn't steal a base. And then we got Mike Trout just back over again. Okay. Uh, and now my team. Uh, so I'm leading off. I have Wade Boggs. To me, he has the best eye of all time. Uh, this guy never struck out. Led the league in average five times. So quintessential leadoff hitter for me. I went with Joe Morgan second. Uh, and the reason why is because I want a lot of uh, on-base percentage at the top. And Morgan led the league in walks and on-base percentage multiple times. He also had a ton of stolen bases in his prime, which I valued. Um, I have Albert Pujols at third. He To me, Pujols had zero flaws in his game. And the two kind of guys that I had on my list that I wanted to take with my first pick was Barry Bonds and Pujols. So I'm happy I got one of them. Uh, I went with Hank Aaron at cleanup uh, because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to put a, a masher there. He's the greatest, you know, non-steroid home run hitter ever. So uh, I wanted to make sure he had a lot of RBI opportunities. And I put Ken Griffey Jr. at fifth. Uh, this guy was a beast at his prime. Uh, good batting average, excellent power, obviously a stellar glove. Uh, most of my team has stellar gloves. Uh, Manny Ramirez at sixth, it's excellent not power. A glove. Yeah, right. The o- <laughs> the only guy on my team that was not a good fielder. Um, but but Manny is, a, is was an RBI machine, and so I wanted him behind these guys who can get on base and you know hit the ball hard. Um, and he was he was excellent at power himself. Frank Thomas at seven. You know when I was doing the research on this guy, like Frank Thomas, I didn't know too much about him. He, he was during my time, but kind of a little before my time. Um, there are literally no weaknesses to this guy's game. Uh, he walks a ton. He hits for power. He hits for average. He was number one on my DH list. Uh, Pudge Rodriguez at eighth. I wanted to get for a catcher. I wanted a great defensive catcher. And to me, he's he's on par with Johnny Bench, Bench as one of the greatest. They have very similar advanced numbers. Uh, and he was also an excellent average hitter, so he can get on base. And Ozzie Smith, you know, I feel like at shortstop, you need a guy who is just a stalwart defensively. And I also needed some speed. Uh, so I certainly got that. And the thing about Ozzie is I know you had jumped in that, you know, his average his average uh, is not as good as you'd think, which is true. But the other thing about Ozzie is he never strikes out. So I'm going to have a ton of guys on base ahead of him. And so I want a guy that puts the ball in play. And then I have Pedro Martinez uh, as my starting pitcher. So that's mine. All right, cool. So I had uh, Dustin Bedroya leading off. Um, I mean, the guy is tiny. He's got a tiny strike zone, so he's going to get a lot of hits right there. Um, then then we got Ruth Mays and Bonds. A um, lot of power right there. You got to pitch to, you know, at least two of them. Um, you can't really be walking them. I mean, Bonds walked a ton. Um, and then you got Cal Ripken. Um, and then Lou Gehrig, he's a triple crown winner. Uh, and then Johnny Bench uh, and Mike Schmidt. Um, in the seven and eight hole, and then Otani just to turn uh, the lineup over. Um, yeah, and then Randy Johnson is, is my starting pitcher. Yeah. Okay. okay, so let's open it up um, for debate. So when we did the NBA one, I picked, I think, probably the oldest team. Uh, if we had to look at it based on the years that they played, I picked a lot of guys that played. 70s, 80s, 60s, uh, because they're legends, right? The NBA, it's changed to an extent, but the main goal is to get the ball in the basket, whereas baseball has changed completely. The philosophy of hitting, the philosophy of pitching, uh, the, the the speed, the break, everything in pitching. Uh, there's the metric, guys, the yes, there, there are multiple guys on both your lineups that haven't faced... A bullpen that comes out throwing a hundred miles an hour through the sixth, seventh, and eighth, ninth inning, right? Uh, they also haven't seen curveballs that just drop off the table. They, they, some of them, I think, play, but I, their stats are not. If if you dropped some of your guys into today's game. Uh, they their stats are not going to equal what they put up. I th- now, I mean, my I, th- I think that that helps us though because I mean I think Pedro and Randy are both better than Kershaw when it comes to that. I think the your pitching is fine. I'm saying your lineup. 
my argument for my team when we did the NBA one was <laughs> I kind of skewed it a little bit where I said, if you took that person, like say I, I, I picked Wilt Ch- Chamberlain, if you had Wilt be born 20 years ago, he'd still be a star in the NBA. Like if he had all the same physical attributes, strength, all that stuff because of the nutrition. But that's not what we're doing here. And I've made that clear. So you cannot use that argument against me. I pick. Wait a sec. Hold on. You're saying that in the NBA ones, they get the diet, nutrition, and no, all that. No, no. Well, that was that was that was my argument, and you guys didn't push that much against it. So if you try to make that argument, I'm going to push against it because that's not what we're doing. So, so I, it's a good argument, Matt. I mean, I definitely wanted to skew in favor of the modern players. I mean, I think I think you're you're over exaggerating how many older players I have on my list. I two thirds of them are more than two thirds of them are modern players. I hear what you're saying. You raise a good point. In in fairness, it is a subjective point. There's yeah. no way to know. Um, but I kind of tend to agree with you. Here's the thing. I looked this up because I really was thinking about this. They call the modern era the divisional era. So anything post-1968, they consider the modern era. I know the game's changed a lot since then. Every one of my players played played in the technically the modern era. My issue, and this is where I agree with, with Matt, is Naveen, with your team. I mean, looking at your team, you have the most legends on your team. But, I mean, there's, you have two guys on here who didn't play when black people played. <laughs> Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. Oh, these, this is coming from the two guys that left Jackie Robinson off of their Mount yes. Rushmore for New York. Right. So how would Jackie Robinson feel if you put two guys who didn't even play against his own race very, very on, on your all-time team? These guys are legends, but, right. I mean, Babe Ruth, like, look at him. He's totally unathletic. He's one of the greatest players ever in his era. But I, I don't see, you know, a guy who played in the 20s being able to translate as well as a guy who my guys played in the 60s and 70s to me that's they, totally yeah, different they yeah the 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 earlier and earlier you go the tougher and tougher like if you put if 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 someone picked uh Cy Young for their pitcher like I'd say you lose automatically because <laughs> like he's he's a great pitcher back in his era uh but he would not be able to compete like it, it's a totally different game so yeah n- n- I yeah Babe Ruth you kind of did what I did with the NBA one uh, in in video games, it works, you know, because it's a video game. Well, the good thing, good thing, our so, test was through a video game. That, so. that, yeah, for the NBA, I don't know if we can do this one. It, this one might be a little tough, but we'll 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 try. Um, I mean, I like the show A pick. I definitely wanted him. I don't like that you put him ninth in your lineup, though. He he's your most explosive batter. I mean, out of everyone, because he plays in the modern era. That's that's true. That, that is true. I, I, mean, I would have I mean, had these him. These are a bunch of big bats too. I mean, he probably should have been second. Yeah. Let me switch him with Ruth. Well, you can't put. I mean, well, here's my problem with the Shohei pick is we. Ha- I don't think we've seen his ceiling yet. Like we pick these guys in their primes. I mean, Shohei, this is probably his first he's, year where he's truly in his prime. Like if you look at his numbers, well, I mean, he's on the up and up. I mean, like look, I we also, don't know what I his think, career is going to bring. That Shohei last year got got robbed of of the AL MVP. I mean, Judge also had a good year, but. Nobody is matching what Otani is doing, pitching and well, and hitting. It, it's like the LeBron effect, where you can't give it to the same person every single year. Like because he he pitches, he hits, and he does both at an amazing and clip. He dom- yeah, oh like, no, he's he a he's he's, he's an amazing player, but I think he's only going to get better. Like right. and this is kind of a problem I had with your team too, Matt, because I, a couple of the guys you picked were really good. Like Joe Maurer, as an example. Yes, like. I look at a prime as like maybe five or six years, the heart of your career. Like Joe Maurer is a guy you look at like a Derrick Rose in the NBA where he was amazing for the single year and he had some good years around it. But like if you look at his numbers, his single year of his prime was amazing. But I, I look at all the years surrounding that. I'm not saying his whole career. I'm saying his prime around that when he's in his late 20s, early 30s. And I'm not, it doesn't stack up to the other players. I, I, mean, I, I Robinson Cano, by the way. I disagree with that, though. He won three gold gloves, five silver sluggers, and three batting titles. It wasn't one good year. His, his I mean, I would go from 08 to 2012. I mean, he he had a really... Let me see what I put for his, his prime when I looked it up. I had him at uh, 05 through, through 13. He averaged 127 games, 11 home runs, 69 RBIs, a 323 with a four on uh, 406 uh, on base, eight 872 uh, OPS, which is your on base plus your slugging, and his OPS plus was 135. Yeah, which is he got on base a lot. You're 35 points better than the average player. 
Um, but he I, had no, almost no power to speak of. There was only one year where he had 28 home runs. He never well, had above 13. That's why he's batting that. eighth. Like, I don't yeah. need power out of that position. He True. gets on base. True. He, he does I, get yeah, on base. And, but I just, I just think his prime was not as long as R2. That's, that's I mean, yeah, but if we're going to do this, we're, we're, we're talking prime. He had, he had a short prime, but I don't think it was, I mean, I just, I did 05 through 13. That's, that's eight years. Like that's not a bad prime. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he had he he did have three batting t- um batting titles, like you said. He hit for average for MVP sure. MVP too. The power numbers were not impressive. Captain America for the WBC. Even though I hate that, but moving on. My other issue with your team, Matt, is you were you were hating on me for the Manny pick. The only bad defender I have on my team is Manny. Like you have multiple bad fielders on your team. Okay, so Chipper Jones is actually a bad fielder. You know he has a negative .9 defensive war for okay. his career? Yeah. Uh, M- Miguel Cabrera is a terrible fielder. So terrible. Yeah. Um, no, Cano's not that bad. Of Cano's fielder. not that bad. Ricky Henderson is not a good fielder. Like, you have guys who are not great fielders, yeah. and that's huge. I think I think my pick of Kershaw, because he pitched in the modern era and my offense, is going to carry the team. Like, I don't I don't see that being that big of an issue. That is the one knock, and I'm fine with it, but I think my offense, the way I've laid out this lineup, is going to be tough. Like, there's not an easy out. There's not, there's one guy, there's two guys, technically, that batted under 300. That's David Ortiz, who played in the very recent modern era, and Ricky Henderson, who batted 292, and he's obviously if you put him in the modern era, he's probably not batting 292. Let's say he bats like 275. 275. His on base is still over 400. So say his on base is three 390. He's still getting on base at a pretty good clip, and speed always plays. He's know, gonna dude, always always steal bases and 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 run. He's a Hall of Famer, MVP. Ten-time All Star Gold. Well, what, one, he did win a Gold Glove. Time. I don't think you. I think you're kind of cutting him a one little gold bit. Glove. Well, yeah, that's one. I mean, I have to say though, and I know Naveen, you want to jump in about his team. One more thing about your team, Matt. Ricky Henderson. That's my biggest issue with your team because he is a total boomer bust player. Like I get it. He was amazing. He had amazing speed. That also killed him. He led the league in, in steals caught five times. The kid guy was way too aggressive. Like I read a whole book on Ricky Henderson. He was a total prima donna. He I, he has he totally has the capability to absolutely crater your team with his bizarre behavior and his diva behavior. And he's way too aggressive on the base, base yeah. paths. It's so, gonna kill you. Well, Irod's gonna throw him out ba- so much. Behavior though, you could say the same thing about Manny. Yeah, but Manny want a ring. I mean, right, Manny yeah, want a ring. Hold on, hold on, Manny go, can play go, on a team. Going going back to this though. All right, fine. The the clubhouse continuity is not as big of an issue in baseball as it is in basketball or football. Like it's baseball is so much more of an individual sport. So that I'm not on that, the field is what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, I'm not that concerned with. I mean, dude, if he's stealing 67 bases, which he averaged from uh, 1980 to 1993 in 136 games, that was the average. Like he could steal. He can. I mean, dude, if you have that many attempts, of course you're gonna get thrown out a whole bunch. But you don't like. Need, I'm you don't not need that concerned steals, with it. Though you're, you have mashers on your team, like why do you need to? You need to penny pinch for runs because like he's getting I, thrown out and he's losing you RBI opportunities. But he's at the bottom of my lineup. He's not at the top. He's at the bottom, and he's so when when you get when you get down to the bottom of my lineup, say he hits a single, he's gonna steal second. Say. Even sixty percent is pretty good, and then you have Ichiro coming up, who's uh, over three hundred hitter. He's gonna knock him out. Like you know, to be honest, I, I I'm a fan of you putting Henderson in in the nine hole. Yeah, for for that reason, I I have. I mean, I I might even put him like one, like slide everyone down and put Henderson one and Ichiro two. But I no no I I I'm not a, because I want I want Ichiro hitting in front of Mike Trout as much as possible. And also, uh, like, I, yeah, I, I don't... I Ricky is one of the best... His, You know what his career war was, Dave? Uh, no, I don't. 111. Yeah, that's good. That's amazing. I mean, he also played for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. but he had 111 war. Like, that's that's a very good war. He stole 14, 1,400 bases. And also, I have Ichiro that could steal, 
Mike Trout averaged seven, uh, 17. A-Rod in his prime averaged 20. Like, we're, we're, you know why I want speed? Is because it makes your pitcher think about on who's on base. They have to pay attention to the guy on first. And we're playing in the modern era, too. Don't forget that. The pitcher can only throw over two times. He's gonna have he's gonna have ninety steals a season because you can only throw over twice. Listen, my pitcher, and Randy, then it's a balk. And my, then it's a my ball. pitcher is Randy Johnson. If he hit if he hits your guy, he's gonna disintegrate. He you also have bird. yeah, but you also you don't have see Johnny steals Bench. like that anymore, man. There's a reason for that. You said the games evolved, the and you're ga- right. The he's not evolved. gonna have that many steals that, that now. That yeah, but he but he has the, the speed. 80s. He has the speed. I, I think it still plays. It definitely still plays. It's 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 coming back. Uh, no, they made, big, they made bigger oh. bases, and you can yeah. only oh, throw back um, twice. Because uh, they wanted to add excitement to the game because steals Acuna. were going down. Acuna. Hold on. I'm going to look up Acuna. Right, He's got I, so many steals. Well, while, while you do that, I want to yeah. add something about Naveen's team. Yeah, well, first ahead. of all, I, all right, if you're going to take Dustin Pedroia, that to me, that was already a crazy pick. But then you put him first. He's going to have yeah. the most at-bats on your team. That's a total homer pick. He's a below. He has below-average power. He's never, he never had an OPS in, his, in a season above 900. He had average speed. Like I know he's tough, and like yeah, the he, Red Sox loved him. Yeah, but, but he he still his career batting average was like two ninety nine or three hundred one or something. It was literally right around three hundred. He's gonna get on base. Ronald Acuna Jr. has forty three bases stolen this year in ninety two games. So base stealing bases is coming back. So Ricky Henderson, no, I, I agree with that. Like it, yeah, they changed the game for more excitement. Ricky Henderson plays completely. Uh, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the Dustin Pedroia pick. That's I think you could have went with like Roberto Alomar. You could have went with Jeff Cat. Yeah, you could have went with a whole bunch of other guys. I know you guys love him in Boston. I have a bunch he, of old guys, guys. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I need speed. I need some. I need something. He's not that. Is he that fast though? Well, I, yeah, but I mean, what you think? Babe Ruth is going to steal second base? No, no, no. <laughs> that you. I mean, Willie Mays could steal, right? That's your only like real speed threat though that's what i'm saying i mean it's it's a power lineup i mean these guys could hit the ball yeah i mean cal ripkin's not much of a power hitter yeah, i know I'm surprised you, you put him fifth yeah you have him fifth i would have well so so the thing I, with my lineup is is if you look at right versus left it's right left right left right left okay. right right left yeah and yeah. so in oh, today's good. in today's Mix game you need to be balanced and that's that's what the dodgers actually do um you know because when you have your relievers in there you have to have them pitch three, three, three pitchers, pitchers. Uh, three batters, three batters. Yeah. Yep. Or, okay. No, you have to pitch batters, at least three batters, batters. Not outs, but yep. but that that helps in the situation where of of today's game more than anything, where you, you guys have, you know, you guys have bunches of like say two readies in a row, or uh, Dave, you have you have three uh, three three readies, three in a row. writers, yeah, Ramirez, yeah, at Thomas, the bottom Pudge, of the, yeah, yeah, and then Ozzy is switch, Ozzy is switch, yeah, but so that's yeah, an automatic out. <laughs> No, it's not an automatic out. He wasn't. He was an average hitter. He had great speed. He didn't strike out. Like I said, he can put the ball in play. I mean, my thing but, with the shortstops. Look, I'll be. Yeah. I mean, I, he. Go, go they, he was my last pick. Like I had. I had a Rod and Ripken ahead of him. He was third on my list. You can't get your first on your list on every position. But the good thing I like about Ozzy is he fills in the gaps. Like you need a guy who's a glue guy, and he's the best defensive player on any of our teams because I think he's the greatest defensive player ever. He's got the speed. And he never struck out, like I said. My my issues with, all right, look, with the two shortstops, I admitted to you that I had them above on my list. A-Rod, uh, he, A-Rod Alex Rodriguez is a known choker. In a game like this, of this magnitude, it's going to... That's gonna affect you when he's gonna come up in a big at bat. Like he's known to choke in okay. those moments. And then hold on, one, the other thing I want to mention with Ripken is, I love Cal Ripken, but like what Cal Ripken's known for the most is literally his durability and longevity. And so you're not taking advantage of our like you you're picking a player in his prime. Like Ripken, to me, his greatest ach- achievement, and same with Randy Johnson, is like their amazing longevity. And you know, so I, the yeah, fact I'm, that I'm okay uh, with yeah. that. I mean, yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm I picking mean, hairs, splitting but, hairs. But, but. I mean, Ripken and Aaron could also both play third base as well. Yes, you know, yes, they could. But you don't need. You got your third baseman. You don't need him to yeah, do that. Yeah, that's fine. But, but, but I mean, Han, 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 Han. My Han. team is that it's 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 versatile. He just crapped all over Aaron. I have David Ortiz behind him, who is clutch in the playoffs. So if you okay. want to go yeah, into yeah, you got one choker and one clutch. You're right, and Trout hasn't shown you anything in the playoffs either because he hasn't he been hasn't there. But he hasn't made it. That's his. That's on his team. All right, I'm gonna crap over all over Ozzy because 
Like that was a hor- like that was not a great pick. His career average is 262. So if you want to well, go to his prime, we're doing his prime. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what do you have for his prime? Well, let me take a look. I got to, um, I will let's say, so his first all-star game was 1981. So I'll go from 1981, his last year on the Padres. I'll go to 1992. Let's look at that. Uh, so his, his average for that was 269. His on base 350. That's not great. Slugging 338, not great. His OPS 688, terrible. His OPS plus 94. Like in the modern era, he's almost an automatic out. I get he doesn't strike out all right. that often. So he's not an automatic out. I mean, you're, 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 D- you're Dave, Dave, he's batting two, he's batting sub 270. Dude, in, you're in hyper focusing on my nine player. I just told you I needed a glue guy. I need he does everything else excellently. Like he puts the ball in play. I get it. His average isn't crazy high. But but if you're gonna have a guy that puts the ball in play, you don't bat him ninth. You bat him fifth or you bat him sixth. No. Yes, I don't, I'm not putting him over these other guys who are better hitters than him. I mean, right. I just you, you need a guy to put the ball. You in. Have all a, these guys are gonna be on base ahead of him. Not nah. I mean, I I. Anything I don't else hate... on my team other than the Niner? I explained why. I agree. Hank Aaron. He's not the All right, best you want to bring up Hank Aaron? Yes. All right. Then I'm not. I'm not a big fan with the Hank Aaron pick either because of the era. Like it, you have to think of the adjustment that that he would have to make coming to to the majors in in today's game. I mean, yes, he his numbers and his his stats are incredible. I'm looking at his baseball reference right now. There's a whole bunch of italic. Uh, numbers, which means he led the league, but it it wouldn't translate. You have to take that into account. He also didn't walk that much. He never walked over a hundred times. Um, his on base was never over four hundred. So I got so my my the the subjective argument on eras. I I already we already talked about it. Half his career he was played in the modern era, quote unquote, the divisional era, and he made the All Star team every one of those years. Um, but as far as the walks and on base percentage go. I have Wade Boggs, Joe Morgan, and Albert Pools in front of him. Those guys are on-base percentage kings. I need him to ho- okay. hit home runs. I believe he can still do that. If you can hit a 90-mile-per-hour fastball, you can hit a 95-mile-per-hour fastball. No. You're going to give him some time. Like Obviously, he's going to have time to get in the batting cage and get used to it. These guys have amazing hand-eye coordination. Like I get what you're saying, Matt, but first of all, that's an argument that's subjective, so I can't argue against you about it. Second of all, this guy, in every era he played in, he played in the 50s, he played in the 60s, he played in the 70s, he hit a ton of home runs. So and yeah, he drove in a bunch of runs. You said you said he made the All Star team every single year in the modern after the era. modern era, except his last year, Hank Aaron. Yeah, yeah. The the last four All Star games, he definitely that was a charity pick because I'm looking at the numbers dude, right now. They are not great, dude. His okay. So his the third to last, he hit 40 home runs, and then the one before that, 34, and the one that before that, 47. So he no, still was hitting no, home um, runs. No, he he hit 34 with a 265. Yeah, he hit forty. And then he, hit 40. he hit forty with a three and one. That's good. Exactly. He hit twenty with a with a two two sixty eight. Then he hit. Uh, yeah, 12. he wasn't in his prime though. Yeah, but you the, just said you can't use that as an okay. argument. I'm just I'm I'm defunking the fact that he made the All Star team. Like he shouldn't have. Well, dude. All right. So if the divisional era starts in 1968, look at his numbers in from 1968 on. He was in his mid 30s by then, and he was still dominating. He was still hitting a ton it's of a home totally runs. Totally different game, though. Like I try to look well, up the average. Dude, you don't have game. anyone on your team that's like the oldest player on your team is Chipper Jones, or no, Ricky Hand- no, Ricky, Ricky Henderson yes. was your oldest one. Yes. So I mean, you're that saying was... that as an argument, and we're saying like we hear what you're saying, but it's subjective, so it's nothing we can continue to debate. Like. It's not. It's different than having Babe Ruth or Lou Gehrig on your team when there were players who weren't allowed to play, like the most athletic players. The, yeah. To me, that's different. Okay. I if mean, you're going to bring up the, you know, he pitched, he played in the 70s, he played in the 60s. Okay. I mean, I, there's nothing I can say about that, but he's a I, great home run hitter. I think I he, he, I, I don't know. I don't think, so his, hundred and, his 162 average home runs was 37. I'll give you maybe he hits 30. 
Okay, so he had the advantage of playing in an older era where it was easier to hit the ball, and your best players, both of your best players, have the advantage of taking juice. Yeah. All right, Barry Bonds and A-Rod. That was never, that was... No, I understand that, but, like, they both have advantages. Like, that's a huge advantage, too. So, you you Derek, take a drug test, and maybe it'll be different. You said David Ortiz and and, Uh, and A-Rod? A-Rod and Barry Bonds. I didn't pick Barry yeah, Bonds. Your best Trout, players. Trout, Trout's probably okay. The best whatever. Player. The point I'm being, and by the way, we're playing in the modern era. Do they do they allow steroids in the modern era? No. Okay, we're gonna drug test these guys. They're not even gonna be in your lineup. So if we're gonna go by uh, era specific, we rules, never said anything about. We paths, never said anything about drug bases. testing. We never said anything about. Dude, all that's that. what they do in 2023. They drug test. So if you're going to talk about they have a pitch clock and they have bigger bases, they're not going to be able to take steroids. So get Barry off the juice. Okay, he's still but, a really good player. Hey, a Rod, I don't know. We'll you see what you never knew when the they juice. started taking him. You never knew when A Rod started taking him either. His wow. time in Seattle was excellent. He, I mean, he was a scrawny little kid. He wasn't. He wasn't the Yankee A Rod that we know. Yeah, no, they were still really good players like Barry Bonds too, but they're not as. And they David weren't, Ortiz, they weren't um, as good as they were. I mean, juice. I trust me. I don't like David Ortiz. It pained me to pick him, but you don't know when he took him either. Like he got popped that one time, and that was it. And and you'd get a suspension like uh, Tatis got. He got he got like sixty games, games last or eighty games last year. Like it's that's well, I hope you have a good bench then for your for your drug suspension. Oh, yeah. we can do a bench <laughs> later on because I have a whole bunch of guys I'd still pick. Um, yeah, I not. I mean. Dave, your lineup's all right. I feel like mine's better. Your pitcher, I will give you that Pedro's game would definitely translate. I think that Randy's game would, too, to an extent. He was like a modern pitcher before the modern pitcher. But, But I don't think he would overpower as many guys as he used to. Because they're used to seeing that speed and, and all that. I don't think it would be... Because Pedro pitched. Randy threw the ball. It, it was a different... Like, it's different. You know what I mean? Well, I'm going to let Naveen defend Randy Johnson because he's not my, my player. All right, look. So I think that Randy Johnson, in no matter what area you put him in, is going to pitch the way that he pitched no matter what. This dude is 6'11", and he's going to be throwing hard. He was a power pitcher. I don't think his diet's going to change anything. He never, he was never caught on the juice or anything like that. Um, I think that, I mean, Randy is still going to be Randy. Yeah, I actually agree. I'm not going to hate. Him. I, I think Pedro had a better prime, but I don't no, agree with no, that. My, my biggest thing is I don't think he would overpower as many guys as he did. That's my biggest thing with him. Dude, I, I Randy do think played in no, a better era for hitters, by the way. Okay, yes, but everyone now throws that fast. Well, like but, the pitching. But, but another thing with that is 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 the metrics of these starting pitchers. Like the third time you go through the lineup, that's when these pitchers get right. bombed. Well, yeah, you, you yeah. R- Randy didn't really get bombed. No, but your ace the three to- the third time. But your the ace, your ace. Well, that didn't happen back then. They he, they most pitchers still pitched a third time through the lineup. But I'm just saying that players are now more used to seeing that power fastball he still had the slider and all that stuff but i don't i, I mean his that, numbers that, are that, still that, taking a hit i mean then at that point would you would you take greg maddox and and he would just finesse guys i i mean that's an argument i'm not when we did the the pitcher and batter uh talk dave's dad texted us and he was like i'm surprised you guys didn't bring up greg maddox well i you can make the argument Greg Maddox would have been a better decision than Kershaw because I don't want to rehash that debate, but like you're so you the big argument you're throwing at R two is like okay you picked hitters that are in, from an older era, but then at the same time like you're not acknowledging that your pitcher is a modern pitcher and the game has so much swayed in favor of the pitchers now. Kershaw is had an easier time pitching in this era than Randy Johnson and Pedro did in the '90s, in my opinion. Because it's a subjective argument, yeah. but like that's going to even out. So you have modern pit. But have- that w- so back then when we did that debate, that I don't think it was who would be a better pitcher now, just who was a better pitcher. Yeah, but I'm just but saying, this, like this debate, we had a, we faced tougher batters. We faced guys on steroids. Kershaw is playing in an era. His prime was in an era where pitchers dominated. So he's going to ca- fall back to the pack, just like the hitters are. And Dude, then I don't. He won you know, an MVP though. And look, look, I'm not, I understand that Kershaw is a great pitcher, but like just to hit the clutch thing again, like 
We already did this debate, but Kershaw historically does not show up in the playoffs. He's going, and part of the reason why is because you're playing the best hitters in the league in the playoffs. He's facing the best hitters of all time here. He's not going to dominate as much against Mm. these guys because in the biggest moments he doesn't. They've also never seen a curveball like this in the sinker and the cutter. It's totally different. No, it's not. Matt, that's that's so untrue, dude. Go look at highlights of these pitchers from the— Go look at Pedro highlights and tell me he didn't have nasty stuff. Okay, that's not that old, though. I'm talking talking back in like the 60s, 70s, and 80s. But I guess— I think the 90s are somewhat comparable. That's why I still think Randy would would be— pretty dominant and i think pedro would also be pretty dominant but the 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 fact of clutch is is not part of this debate this was make your best lineup for a season yeah right? and this is going to be a high leverage these are going to be high leverage games against each other and you have mike trout who has no playoff experience and i'm looking at these games as playoff games like everyone's going to watch these games if they're on tv ah. a rod is a choker kershaw's a choker so i mean i i think it matters and i get it like baseball is a little bit different but like you just look at their performance and tell me, what do you see in the big moments? I mean, I think if anything, I mean, I mean, Randy, when he got to the postseason, I mean, with, with the Diamondbacks, he was more than clutch. Yes, for sure. I'm, uh, I was saying Kershaw. I mean, I, yeah, but I mean, I think of, of the pitchers, I think he, Randy was the most clutch for sure. I mean, Pedro had, a, had to go against the Yankees a couple times, you know what I mean, before he got over that hump. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still taking Johnson over Kershaw and Pedro. Well, I mean, you want to talk about playoffs? Ken Griffey played five games in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm looking at. it's similar to a Trout thing with Griffey. Like, not yeah. great, but I don't have so, any chokers on my team. Like all these guys elevated their play in the playoffs when they actually like played in the playoffs. I get. I mean, Ozzy Ozzy, I get is the Ozzie, defensive yeah. player. I'm. It's on some great like, Cardinals teams at this point. In the modern era, he's batting like 220 and has no pop. Like Ozzy, if you, it, he would not be a major league. Well, all right, you've gone back to that. That's a subjective right. no, argument. I know, but that. Yeah, but I mean, not everyone in your li- lineup needs to have pop. Right, in, exactly. In today, yeah, but if you don't have any average or anything, if you're if you're strictly a defensive player, the only pish, position that, that matters at is catcher. There are a ton of catchers in the league right now that are batting sub two two fifty. They have a little bit of pop, but they're just straight defensive catchers. Shortstops need to produce. Like so, I have I have a Rod. That's one of the top offensive players at shortstop. Pretty good defensively as well. You have you have Ripken. Yep. Not a bad, not a bad offensive player. Not a bad defensive player. He has Ozzie Smith. Super great defensively. That would translate to today's game. He would be a, a high double A player at this point if if he made it. And and Hank Aaron would be I, again going back to that. I I'm not a big fan of Hank Aaron uh, in today's game. I don't think it would. I know, but did you share this argument already? Like we get it, but we how are we going to debate against that? Like you're giving a subjective argument. There's nothing we can say. That's, that's what you believe. Well, why do you why do you think he'd be as like what do you think his his average would look or not his average I but have, his his prime look, would look I have like. absolutely no idea. I know that But you have he, to make a de- you have to make yeah, a point. You, I mean, you look, drafted okay, him. So he's in the mo- Okay, my point was, I'll say it again. No, Hank but, Aaron played in the modern era. He played in the 70s and he did really really well in the 70s. I have no idea what he would be like in 2023, but if you're going to tell me that Wilt Chamberlain can come back from the 60s and dominate, then I can conceivably believe that Hank Aaron could as well. But that's a completely different sport where the sing like I said, the single no, dude, because the same thing, all the advantages, Matt, Wilt Chamberlain had was his size and his, his, his just sheer force. He would have none of that in 2023. I don't want to switch it to basketball, but like that's the argument I have for you. You can disagree with it. But I also have another argument for both of your teams. I feel like you have some players that strike out a lot. I don't have any guy on my team that strikes out a ton. Not, not, zero. So, And I think strikeouts are— Frank Thomas? Are, no, no, dude. Frank Thomas, not at all. Frank Thomas has amazing OPS and on base percentage, but like if if you and you, yeah you can look it up. But I mean um, yeah probably David Ortiz strikes out, but I that's, uh, that's a Rod actually struck out a surprising amount, and so did Mike Trout. I was surprised. Yeah, Mike Trout numbers. does. That's his big knock. Um, yeah, the World Baseball Classic, it came yeah. down to Otani versus Trout, and he struck out. I'm not worried, but that's the modern game too, where 
you you right. take the strikeouts. So you I'm not strikeout, but I'm that's not, that's a big advantage for my team is they're not they're not striking out. And that's that pitchers rely on that nowadays. It's going to be hard but, to strike but, out I any mean, of dude, my guys, dude. You have you have one guy that played in the post. Uh, I guess Ivan played in the two thousands. Uh, you or yeah, oh, so you well, have Man, two. Manny and Pujols and you Griffey. Griffey played in the two thousands. Yeah, but he wasn't any good in the two thousands. I mean, all right. So Pujols played in the two thousands. I mean, so you're telling me there's a difference between nineteen ninety eight and two thousand three yes, for Griffey, dude. Oh, yes, if you look, Manny played in the two thousands, dude. I so baseball is my number one sport. There's definitely a difference. Like it, the game has changed so drastically. It's it's crazy. I, I don't think also, in five years time. No, yeah, not it's five not years. five years, dude. We're ninety eight to two thousand three. We're talking ninety eight to to now. I'm talking ninety eight to now, dude. Ken Griffey would be a revelation nowadays. Same thing. I don't know. I, I I disagree. I the 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 scouting that these teams do on the batters, the pitchers, everything, it's completely different. I don't think No, you know, it's definitely a lot harder today. That's that's for way sure. harder. That's, I don't think you're giving I don't think you're giving the guys today credit. You know why no one hits over 300 because it's freaking really hard nowadays to hit over 300. But Matt, you're and also I have all my guys have hit over 300 in the past 15 years why don't but why don't these guys that are coming from the past like why aren't they getting the scouting reports why aren't they getting the training they can, why aren't but, they getting the diet but it's a different game they're not used to seeing the pitching at, like the the way the defense lines up back back in the 70s and 80s the shortstop would be 12 feet to the left of the second base bag and five feet past same with the second baseman the first baseman would be five feet off the bag like two feet behind the bag like it's like that that was the defensive alignment now they change with every single pitch based on on the scouting reports they could see where players hit the ball on a more consistent basis like your guys i'm i'm telling you the i think wade boggs i can see somewhat translating i think his on base would still go down because of the type of pitching he would see but I do think he somewhat plays. I don't think his career uh, on base was was four fifteen. I'd say he'd probably be down to like three ninety. Dude, if, if, if you truly believe that, though, I would have respected it more if you if you came in here and said I, every single one of my players I'm taking from the last five years because if then you'd be tr- well. If I mean, your I, logic is there. We are continually improving and changing. Where's Where's Acuna from your team? Where's Mookie Betts? Like, why is Chipper Jones Betts. on because, your team? Because, why well, is well, Ricky because, Henderson on your team? Because, well, because Ricky Henderson, I already explained, his speed still plays. And nowadays, it definitely They're still plays. They're faster nowadays. Like you said, they evolve. I'm just saying, why did you... But, dude, no one's stealing that many bases. But what I'm asking is, why did you put one foot into this? Gra- if, you, if you really are believing I this, put, then I, pick everyone from the dude, last five years. Dude, everyone's within the past... Outside of Ricky, everyone's within Ch- the past. Chipper 15. was the '90s. I mean, late, late now. Okay, fine. Outside of two, but he's also a switch hitter and a really, really good bat at third base. Like I, mean, I could have picked Nolan Arenado, I could have, right. but then you guys would have came at me with the whole cores effect. I'm just saying, like, if you're then go all the way with it, then I, I'm that's pretty I'm much all the like. Ichiro played in the steroid era. He, his prime yeah. was in the early 2000s. I mean, you're picking mid, guys mid, that are mid two thousands too. These are like in the two thousand during Moneyball and pre Moneyball. Some of these guys, it's not that much, but I, I, I still think I have the best lineup from top to bottom. I think I built the best lineup. I, it goes left, right, right, left, switch, right, left, left, right. You're not gonna, you're not facing three in a row that are from the same side, which is gonna give your bullpens. Uh, some some problems, which obviously we didn't pick closers or, or relievers. Um, every single one of my guys batted over 300 in the last 20 plus, you know, 20 years outside of Ricky. So, like, I think I have the best lineup, bar none, hands down. Like, you have, Dave, you have a very, you have almost an automatic out, and your guys... I, I don't think it translates. I honestly don't. I don't think, like, I don't think Hank would translate that well. I mean, I think the audience somewhat. knows that you believe that by now. All right, Joe Morgan. <laughs> Joe Morgan. I don't think would translate as well. I, I honestly don't. I think they'd be solid players. And Naveen, Babe, Maze. I mean, Garrick, 
bench, it, it would be really tough to compete. Not really. I mean, the, the Yankees, I mean, Yankee Stadium hasn't changed. The dimensions of that field have, have stayed the same. Oh, yeah, the pitchers have changed. Babe Ruth's not facing someone. Yeah, but someone, when they make contact, some, that ball is going to go off the bat. Yeah, Babe Ruth is not. Yeah, the ball was also different back when Babe Ruth played, but uh, he's not facing a plumber that throws 75 miles an hour. That's, that's a white that, guy. That's, that's, that's Bob Cousy that's, in the 60s yeah, for the Celtics. It's a white guy that, you know, he didn't play against any color players. Neither did, did uh, oh, now, now Luke Oh, now color's now a big, big deal players. in baseball, Bring it back guys. up. Yeah, man, the color oh, barrier. All right, my closing argument for my team is era specificity aside, uh, I wanted to take a team that was versatile, that had very little weaknesses. I want a team, a team that can get on base at the top of the order. I have three of the greatest... Uh, guys to get on base and not strike out in history. Wade Boggs, Joe Morgan, and Pujols. I got a ton of mashers to go behind them. Hank Aaron, Ken Griffey, Manny Ramirez, Frank Thomas. I got one of the greatest defensive catchers of all time and a pretty great hitter too, Irod. And I got the greatest um, defensive shortstop of all time. And I think I have the pitcher who had the best prime ever. So I'm still happy with my team. I mean, I still, so with my guys, I mean, I versatility, I mean, I have Ruth and Otani. Uh, you're not going to get much more versatile than that. You know, Ripken is a longevity guy. Lou Gehrig also played a ton of games. I mean, longevity is definitely there as well. Longevity, versatility. Um, I still think Randy Johnson was the best of, of the three. Um, and then Mashers, you know, Ruth, Mays, Bonds, Gehrig. Um, it, my lineup goes left, right, left, right for the majority of it. I mean, there's uh, five righties, four lefties, so... You know, it's definitely really mixed up there really well. I got I got 13 MVPs. I got nine batting titles on my team, all within the past 20 years. Countless All-Stars, bunch of gold gloves, bunch of silver sluggers, and a pitcher that has pitched in the modern era who would continue to dominate in the modern era, who has won an All-Star uh, MVP. Sorry, and a uh, triple crown and an MVP, obviously, all that stuff. Uh, I got some guys that have incredible wars. Uh, again, outside of Big Poppy and Ricky, no one's batting under 300. And I think most of that would have translated to today's game. So let me that's, just, let that's me just why finish with I one more it. thing, um, for, specifically for about Dave's team. I mean, you took Boggs, you took Ramirez, you took Pedro. That's three out of ten. That's thirty percent Red Sox. Uh, oh yeah, you should just be a Red so Sox. So you'll vote fan, for dude. my team then, right? <laughs> <laughs> did you no. t- did you say I took Pedro too? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. R- Pedro, Ramirez, Boggs. Three That's out right, of 10. man. So yeah, come dude. to the light side. No, dude, just you know, no, be, be a Red Sox fan, dude. No thanks. <laughs> I got two Cardinals. That's a on debate there. for another time. <laughs> and 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 then uh, Maddie took Ortiz, the greatest DH of all time. And you picked yeah. Dustin Pedroia. That's right. <laughs> lot of lot of Red Sox, famous Red Sox Babe Ruth. You picked famous oh, Red Babe Sox Ruth. Babe Ruth. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, we'll finish up. I guess we'll we'll we want to hear from you guys from the audience on who you like, which team you like. When we come back, we have a three part series coming up. We're gonna do some several uh, NFL preview pods. We're big NFL guys. So we really want to hit that hard. There'll be some debate. But it, it might be different than what we've been doing. We usually do historical debates, but this will be more of a preview, and we can still debate and argue about what we think is going to happen in the season, but it should be fun. Um, all right, gentlemen, good stuff. Uh, we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye, everyone. Take care. All right, good night. <laughs>